It's going to be great. Welcome to the CF Exchange Zone. I'm distance coach Nick Groover with sprints and jumps coach Matt Sheehan. Legendary. Yeah. And head coach Jason Motel, our first trio podcast. Can Exciting. I ask you a question? Are you live streaming it? Like you're wearing a tux, Motel's in a shirt yeah, and tie. We, like what more are we doing here? Well, I rolled I the shorts and a flip flop. I rolled the red carpet out in my yard, so that was uh, that was my <laughs> contribution. Started to make me wonder. That's right. We're in a different spot, location. We've Mo- never recorded in the same location yet. <laughs> we, no, we. Uh, I think we did my house twice. Can inside. we get a mail in on best location recording, book, like from the from the fans? acoustics? I'm gonna say your car probably doesn't win. I want to know. But this is our first outdoor, first outdoor recording. Uh, so this is our award show. We are going to we have what we have we have seven different awards here that we are going to preview, explain what they are, and then eight. We, Thank eight, you for we have eight. Sorry, yeah, didn't count them up. Part of the chaos. No notes for motel today though, so we're gonna see how that goes. That's exciting. Gonna have to wing it. Let's get right into it. So let's start with let's start with the golden fork and kind of we we gave the awards. Well, do you want to talk about how you brought the awards from your previous coaching? Yeah, so I've, here? Um, I, I honestly, this is probably going to make it worse. I brought these awards from high school when it was said and done. I remember mm. when I was a kid. Are these Bob's and Not awards? Some of them are Bob's and Not awards. Wow. Like I remember wow, Bob I handing that. me a brick when I was a kid, which was the foundation went for yeah. football, and I got like unsung hero one time for a sport and. What was Things that award for unsung hero? Being, uh, you being no, no, like, what did they actually give you for the award? He gave me a microphone. Oh, that's going to be like an action right. Every right. one of his right. things was like an item. Right. But it was funny. And he, not to, for, art yeah. teacher. He yeah, was he an art teacher them, who yeah. could make anything amazing. Like, yes. hey, here's some of your garbage. Let me. He probably just went to yard sales. But the awards, like the idea is getting awards for things that you've done. To recognize kids who aren't always recognized all the time that make the team as amazing as it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So that was exciting. That was an exciting thing. We started doing your first year here, and we'll get right in our first award, Golden Fork. This is this is award is basically who has showed the most improvement from their first season to their last season, whether that is ninth grade to twelfth grade. I think ninth grade. So ninth grade to twelfth grade. First off, to be eligible, you got to put four years in. Correct. Yep. We're counting the COVID year that you got. Jim yeah. That's a give me. Sure. Yeah. But you have to have three as a senior this year. Right. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, Golden Fork Award. Motel, do you want to present yeah, sure. the Golden Fork here? Golden Fork this year goes to Jocelyn Hall. And the reason why she gets it is because, obviously, she was the one that was most improved from freshman year to senior year. I mean, I wouldn't have thought the freshman year that we'd be talking about a person that would score points at a class meet. And not just score points, but, you know, PR at the class meet. A class meet where we needed every single point possible on the girls' team. And we went right to her and we said, can you do this? She said, yep. And she did. I think she got fourth and fourth in the disc and you know in the shot in the disc and unbelievable help for us and it was just a pretty amazing to see the transformation from freshman year jaws to senior year jaws and that's why she's winning the golden fork well she's a kid you can prove this argument coming to practice every day and doing something yep means you're going to get better and that's she i don't think she's ever missed a practice i agree yeah it, it, enjoying being there I and mean, that's a, i think a common theme you could say for a lot of our kids but i think it's a prereq for this award Enjoying, yeah, I'm enjoying the sport, enjoying being there. So, well, and the other thing is, since we cleared up you not explaining the word properly, yeah, we don't have any boys. It's going to be a common theme, right? We didn't have any boys who've actually gone ninth grade, yeah, senior year, right? Yeah, this year, but this award's not going anywhere. We have lots of forks that we can spray paint cold. And and (laughs) so, like we said, this is our award show. We are we are probably going to do a separate, quick end of the season wrap up where I think we're going to talk a little bit more about things like that with the boys team and kind of like what we have going on there. So. Moving on, 
Our next award, Rookie of the Year Award, this one, pretty self-explanatory, has to be somebody that's their first year doing track and made a major impact. And I would say almost always, this is somebody that makes a bigger impact than we're expecting them to make. It's a kid that's that comes off a track and we're like, all right, sweet, this is going to be good. And then it's even better than that. Would you agree that I explained that award correctly? Yeah, it was kind of yeah. boring, but yeah. Kind of boring? Well, I how would you spice like it up? I, didn't, I wasn't really listening, so... Yeah. I feel like Rookie of the Year kind of defines itself. It's right. pretty clear. Yeah. Okay. So, we'll start with the boys. Rookie of the Year. Motel. Well, I never know how to say his last name, but, you know, <laughs> Copernicus. Thomas Kaepernick gets, gets it. Thomas Kaepernick. TK. Copernicus. Spend TK. Honestly. Great names, great hurdler, great kid. <laughs> yeah, great yeah. kid, great kid. Wants Absolutely. to be there every day, works his tail off in practice, obviously. Scored a ton of points in the hurdles this year. Yep. Um, and, you know, all the potential in the world next year, now that he got his feet wet, so to speak, and doing it, now he's going to come back next year. And we have that kind of uh, tradition at Forks with, you know, TJ Robinson and Derek Carley. Just the hurdlers figure it out in their sophomore-ish year. Junior year, they come back and do amazing, and senior year, they dominate. So Thomas what, is on that path. What, like... So we're obviously doing this instead of an end-of-the-year banquet. One thing I – one pro – I like this, though, is it's not, it's not like one of us presenting the award. We all get to talk That's about true. each kid. So what I would add with TK is he TK scored 38 points. He wasn't at the first couple of meets, wasn't at the last couple of meets. Right. His nursing injury at the end didn't get out there with me the season. So it's not – and that's not 38 points over nine meets. I don't have it right in front of me, but that's 38 points over, like, five or six meets. Yep. I mean, just great kid, always out there working – Always asking questions. Always, Always asking questions. Yep. So, yeah. Awesome. Girl. The girl was uh, Alyssa Denton. Uh, called her up eighth grade, what, second or third meet into the season? I can't remember. I'm sorry. but Second. Second meet of the season. And she's just a kid that was willing to do anything, anything to help the team. You suggested it. She said, okay. Uh, she also had the best answer ever for what would what food would you live off of for the rest of your life? Already, and, and saying food. we already addressed it. That's on amazing. The, uh, I, know, on the podcast, I know. I know. That's yeah. amazing. So that that gets bonus but that points. That went into the voting today. I mean, it had yeah. to. It had yeah. to. <laughs> and uh, so her points that she scored very much like Thomas. She didn't have you know the full season to score all those points that she did. She scored around thirty nine or forty points. Yeah, and she's in. To follow up on that, yeah, she joined us for the second meet, but that was a double dual meet where she her first varsity practice was Monday. That meet was Tuesday, and she scored, like, one total point. So for the first three meets, she had total one point. So, again, it's not like th- it's not like 40 points over right. nine meets for her. It was, right. like, 40 points over five or six meets, which uh, is pretty is, – uh, is a pretty good number. And I think the, the interesting thing about her to me is why did we bring her up? We brought her up because you thought – we all thought she could help us in what? I jumped. In the high jump and the hundred, she yeah. brought her up because she 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 ran a time in the modified meet in the hundred, and we were like, "Ooh, that's really fast. She's gonna help us." And she ended us helping. She ended up helping us in a lot of other areas as well. We didn't envision her being part of a middle distance team that uh, you know they're running a four by four team that was a really really competitive four by four team this year, arguably her best event. Um, I don't know if I would have necessarily seen her on the 4 by one team at the end of the season either. I think that we thought that she could give us some depth there, but just really exceeded expectations from what we thought she was going to do when we brought her up and exceeded expectations in areas that we weren't expecting her to be in. That's what I'm saying. She was willing to do anything. So, I mean, yeah. Look at the end of the year, 400 hurdles. She broke 120 the second time she ever did it, and that's what we asked her to do. Which is ridiculous. If yeah. I, if we, with the day that we brought her up, if, you, if, I, if I said to you, hey, we're going to have her run 400 hurdles at the class meet, 
Score. And, and score, right, and score. three class meet events. So if we, yeah. Let's be clear. We brought it up. Did you say, no. I'll still score in three events in the class meet? Yeah. No. Right. Yeah. Yeah, great. Yeah, great call there. Great call there. So, yeah, absolutely. Moving on. Golden Baton, this award is given to somebody who was a major asset to us in relays. I'd say even people, like someone who is, without them, I don't know if we have the relay teams. Right. Which, we've talked about this on the podcast. We are... You know, the three of us and Frage and Sansev, we're big believers in relays are vital to the program and team success, whether it's a dual meet, whether it's just in general, like we feel that like the relays are really a tribute to that whole group of kids. And so whether you're talking about the division or class meet, relays are vital. So this to me, this to me, this is definitely a, a, a big award for us, big award for the team. Yeah, absolutely. All right. We'll start with the boys again. Motel? It's Josh Nickerson. Uh, first year senior. It's always you know bittersweet when you get a first year senior that's as competitive and as fast as Josh. Um, but obviously he came out and consistent. That's the best thing about Josh you can say is that you know he got better, but he consistently got better. He was amazing out of the blocks for us, and he did a great job holding the 4 by one together. Sheehan? I'd agree. And he took that spot you just talked about with the blocks. Like Someone has to do it, and uh, we were – seven practices in when I say, hey, you're, you're leading off. So coming out of the blocks with a baton is totally different than coming out of the blocks without one. Mm-hmm. And he didn't, it didn't flinch him. He was great in that spot the whole year. Yep. Enjoyable, I would say. Enjoyable, Such a nice kid. <laughs> the enjoyable athlete to be around. I mean, I think it's that's a one that's one area where, like, on the coaching staff, we get a little bit of overlap. So a lot of times she and I are working with the 401 teams. And we're always saying there's a smile on our face because how – good of an attitude those kids have and i mean josh obviously is as big of a catalyst as anybody for that yeah. Yeah. we worked together on that until you uh the one practice where you went too in depth with just handing off the time uh, well you know what it worked out for us though did it i think me <laughs> sending you away and just having them go back to base oh man that hurts that hurts coach that hurts motel girl side that'd be audra Ackerson. uh she was a part of all three <laughs> relays and she's just another great kid that um, the last split of the, the last uh, meet of the year for before the, uh, what is it, sectional showcase, when she split at what, 233? 233, which is actually her uh, her 800 PR. And it, it, she looked amazing. And she was coming off an injury. She's coming off an injury, yeah. And to respond and come back in the 4x1 and the 4x4, I mean, just, you know, just all around one of the most important people on the team because of that, because you can plug her into any of the relays. And anytime you have a kid that can do all three relays, and that's a huge, huge advantage and just a huge plus that we need for the team. That's why she's getting the golden baton. Yeah, and I mean, we just said a little while ago how important that we view relays. And, I mean, that's her thing. She runs most, just about all the meets. She runs all three relays, which to have that sort of range yep. and have that sort of willingness to just be like, hey, what do you need me to do? And go out and do it. That's rare in an athlete. I mean, how selfless is that? That is totally I agree. selfless. I was that's just makes happy that she didn't fall down laughing while handing off to Gianna. It's about, yeah. Seemed to be in practice. Yeah, that was, that we was a like 50-50 that was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, that was a handoff we were pretty comfortable with, unless they were laughing, and then we were like, we're not quite as comfortable with the likelihood that this goes this goes our way. And but, when we're making a uh, lineup, we, you know, there's no second, there's no there's no second place in relays and dual meets, and so it's a very, very important to win the relays. We always say if we win two relays, we got a great chance of winning the meet. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. That's why you know the Golden Baton is such an important award. Absolutely, and yeah, and again, and just to 
never complain about not do i mean she's somebody what she would she could be super competitive in the open two open four uh open eight and she never asks to do individual events and it's just it's a really it's a nice piece of the puzzle to know going ahead because i mean we put a lot of time into making lineups it's one less spot so that we have to worry about <laughs> moving on golden ruler I'll let you explain this one. This is your well, this is your bread and butter. Real simple. It's a field event kid who understands the difference of an inch or a quarter of an inch, but the idea of how short um, a distance can make it to be the difference. I mean, so let's take a school record. You you beat it by a quarter inch. It's a school record, so it's the same concept. So for our boys, for our boys, it's Dubs, who I think knows the difference of uh, three inches. In this situation, because he was three inches away from 20 and 40, which is a pretty big accomplishment for a jumper. But he still had a great year. He uh, he figured it out towards the end. I felt like he was really understanding what he had to do to be successful. And I got, honestly, nothing but admiration for where he's going to end a year from now. Absolutely. He's going to do some special jumping this coming year and put on some numbers that are monstrous. Yeah, you... Uh... You guys had some eventful stuff with the tape measure this year. Like, he thought he jumped 48, not 38, <laughs> at the class meet. You guys had a little problem with the measuring the mark at well, the class meet. We had some problem with measuring the mark. It might have been off by 12 feet. But he, he thought so, he jumped 48, and I looked at him and said, Yeah. Huh, yeah. When did he jump 46? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yep, absolutely. Uh, girl's side. The girl's side is pretty obvious for this one. It's Lauren White. I mean, mm-hmm. she, she really is the epitome of what the award means. I mean, when Lauren White... Uh, decided that she was going to not jump, uh, you know, nine feet. She decided to move it up in one of the meets that she won from eight six to eight seven, so she could break a, I think, a three way tie for fourth place and claim it by herself. And then the very couple meets later, she went up to eight eight just to, you know, get a little bit more distance from the uh, people that were at eight six. And so she, for pole vault, when you win, just like in high jump, you can set the bar at whatever you want to set the bar at. And so she put it up just one extra inch, which literally is what the Golden Ruler <laughs> Award is all about. That one extra inch, and you know Lauren White knew that going in, and she and she did it. She had a dominant pole vaulting season. She did, she did. So next award we have the Golden Pedometer. This one is pretty basic as well, similar to the Golden Ruler, where uh, this is the kid, this is the athlete that covered the most distance training wise during the year, whether that be on the track, on the roads, or wherever that wherever that may be. So boys. Motel is Jake Zidel. Jay Z. <laughs> uh, so I'll I'll talk about Jake here. Jake is part of a distance crew of guys that has three guys that have a total of zero years of RC track experience going into this year. And we always say that distance wise, I don't know how you guys feel about like sprints and jumps and stuff, but I always say with distance runners, it's such an odd thing to train for that it takes a year to just kind of figure it out and these and jake and these guys they figured out really quickly it's about the body of work that you put in and jake figured that out really quickly and he's somebody where doesn't miss practice works super hard there was a day where i had something planned for them and jake said hey uh connor anthony and i want to do a long run today we want to like add a mile on to what our longest run has ever been i was like hey well can't be too mad about that so that's what they did and that's just the type of uh that's the type of crew that jake is leading there so that's uh i think that is a great sign going forward for those younger for those younger guys yeah and i would agree with that you asked the question like is it distance kids does it take you like where distance it takes a year 
sprinters and jumps. I don't think it's a distance sprinters and jump thing. I think it's a groove thing. <laughs> I think it takes a year to get used to mm, you mm. and 60, your methodology. Yeah, yeah, yeah it is uh, a little yeah. out of the box. It's a lot sure, of trust sure. the process concepts. It is a lot of trust the process. In concepts. your defense, you managed to make it work. <laughs> I agree with that. I'm gonna say it's a little bit of I'm giving you. Little, yeah, a little backhanded compliment. Yeah, I appreciate it. Uh, Motel uh, girl golden pedometer award. It's Quinn Sardani. Want me to lead off here? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I, very much on a similar note. Quinn, do you, do you know who Quinn's training partner is? Um, Who do you think Quinn trains with every day? Mountain Lion? <laughs> I mean, she's ridiculously good. So I'm taking Mountain Lion, Jaguar, but I don't feel like those things live around here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Quinn runs with Piper, and I mean, I think Piper's results speak for themselves. But what's even crazier about that is, I mean, Piper is coming off a, a great spring cross-country season. Quinn jumped in at the end of April when we started outdoor track and jumped right into that sort of training. I, I would have said beforehand there was no shot that, that was going to work, but her work ethic is what overcomes all that. And listening to trusting our process, making sure that we're not doing things that are going to get hurt. And she's somebody that right from day one just totally has bought into how you're supposed to train to be effective at distance running. And we say we say with the distance kids that practice doesn't lie the process doesn't lie she absolutely is just a monster in practice and then she went out and ran on the four by eight team that won a class championship ran uh won the 3k is going to be the top returner in the 2k steeple uh for the whole section so i i think that she just had a super end of the year and it's directly correlated to what she did at practice because really this is a practice award. And I'm just glad she's not training partners not a mountain lion because that doesn't feel safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think we would we would veto that one pretty quickly there. And the thing but. about Quinn is maybe I'm wrong, I you know, I didn't get to see her day like you did, but she's always in a good mood. Always, yes. Always in a good mood. Her attitude is second to none. She's just a great kid. Yeah, I, I I'm gonna be honest, I, it's a really tough thing to be good at if you don't have a good attitude. I mean, we've been doing this together for a long time. I can't think of too the long. number yeah, too long. I don't. Th- I, I think I can later. count on maybe three fingers or less the number of quality distance runners we had that didn't have a good attitude because it's just an impossible thing to do without a good attitude. So yeah, I mean the strongest thing about her absolutely is her attitude and work ethic without question. So that's a super deserving award for her. Moving on to utility, this one is also fairly self-explanatory, but I'll explain it. This is somebody who excelled over multiple events that we and. I think maybe we touched on this a little bit earlier, but to reiterate that that is so huge for the team. If you can, it's if if you're good at a couple events, awesome. We can put you there. You're gonna score points and you're gonna help the team. But if you can match up, if we have a meet against Norwich and this person can do these two or three events, then we have a meet against Oneana and this person can do a totally different set of events, and then a meet against CV and they can do a different set of events. That is just absolutely massive. So our boy utility athlete. Another bittersweet one, because I wish we had him a long time yeah. ago, but that's Anthony Schultz. And the reason why is because he literally did everything from the 4x1 to the 4x8, the 200, the 400, the 800. He ran the 4x8 steeple for us. I mm-hmm. mean, he literally would do anything for you. And again, I, I, I wish that we had him earlier, because he's the kid. He He's legit fast kid. And I think if we could get him out of the blocks more, yeah. and if we could have just had him one more year, not that he didn't do great this year, but man, that would have been nice. And it's just a lot of our seniors this year for the boys... This was their first year. So you're saying that he would have been better if he had a year under his belt? I am saying that, yes. Interesting. 
Interesting. I would echo Seth's statement. <laughs> I yeah, I, absolutely. Somebody had a, a ton of range. We were super excited when he decided to come out for the team. And, I mean, yeah, the fact that the, another person, attitude phenomenal. He yep. did not, I don't, I'm trying to remember. When we decided to run 4 by 8 with the guys, I think I think like he wasn't at practice the day before. I don't think that he knew he was running 4 by 8 steeple until we were at the meet. And I was like, hey, Anthony, you run 4 by 8 steeple. He was like, okay, sounds good. He definitely, I know he definitely had not gone over a hurdle or anything because I was on the infield. And I was like, hey, let's jump a hurdle just to make sure we're not going to, you know, have an issue here. So just that type of kid. We have a lot of those kids, but him especially, the type of kid where, hey, what do you need me to do? I'm going to go out and do it. So 100%. With him, girl, utility, athlete. Let's get ready to gumble. Elena Gumble uh, gets it. She, again, another one of those people that did everything from, if you would have told me at the beginning of the year that, you know, one of your kids that's basically a, a middle distance kid who was probably going to run 400 and 800 was going to be our lead leg in the four by one and who was one, and a staple. Of, like, one of the fastest out of the blocks that I've seen in a long time for us from the girls' side. I wouldn't have believed it. Also, she ran 400 hurdles for us at the class meet. I mean, she just, anything that we asked her to do, she did it and she did it well. She looked great out of the hurdles. Out of the, sorry, out of the blocks. Absolutely. She looked like I was so impressed considering where we were. And how little time she had to work on that and what it turned out to be. Yep. And again, you could say the same event. She went from the 100 to the 800 mm-hmm. steeple, which and everything in between. Ran a super important 4x8 leg force against CV. Now, yep. What would she run in the class meet? What were her events? She ran 400 hurdles, 4x1, 4x4. That's a tough day right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. you know what's interesting to me, and this is just a tidbit of information that's on the side. Usually, the utility goes to someone who has some field events. Mm-hmm. And here at Forks, we haven't seemed to found a lot of those people who do a lot of field events that fit the mold of this. This is the traditional Groove versus Sheehan back and forth over yeah, yeah. over the track versus the field and what's more important and what we push. Yeah. I just I like think, to laugh. Uh, yeah, we could probably spare the audience from uh, from yeah, that dialogue. But, uh, yeah, no, you're, you're right. Talk about traditionally, it at the traditionally, no, traditionally. I'll run a special podcast for those of you guys who want to learn about track. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think that the thing to add in there is – it's you're right. I, I forget which one of you said this, but like you can draw a lot of parallels with Anthony there. Other than the fact she's not a she's not a senior, but really she's somebody that on the girls' side we had so many team goals on the girls' side this year. Whether it was individual dual meets or winning division or doing as well as we could in the class meet, and she's somebody that like that was so key to be able to. Four hundred is not her best event. No, and there's no question about that, but. We looked at the other teams at the class meet, and we said, even though that's not her best event, she's so versatile that that might be her best event to go out and score in an individual event. And she went out, she went out and did it. So another person, really good attitude, because you can't. I guess this is how I'll wrap up this award. You can't, even if you physically have the ability to do those things, if you aren't mentally on board with that, you can't do that because you could have kids. And luckily, we don't have any kids like this, but you could have a kid like that. Be like, well, even though I can do nine different events, I really, I'm a 200 runner. I only want to do the 200. And then it's like, as a coach, it's like, okay, you know, it's track is somewhat an individual sport. We can put them in that. But that's obviously not as helpful to the team. So that is huge, huge benefit for, for the team with an athlete like that. Moving on to the foundation award. The, to me, I think this is actually an award that we could all maybe have different definitions for, but I'll tell you what this award means to me. To me, this is like 
when you think of what we're trying to do as a program, this is the person that you think of, that they have all of the traits that we value from a team culture standpoint and that we want to build around from a attitude standpoint and a physically what they bring to the team standpoint. Shan, no, you like to disagree with me, so. I think you hit that one on the, right on the nail. I mean, the foundation award is that kid that will do anything to help the team yeah. and then you want to build the team around the phone. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the foundation block to your house. And what's interesting about like this award with these kids, it's like, we've said that like that's kind of that's kind of like the team we have so we're talking about like to get this award on this team kind of like really step up your game and be like that because there's a lot of people to choose from from award like this so motel we'll stick with the we'll start with the boys again here well um carmine gross i mean carmine is such a just a <laughs> great kid his attitude yeah. is is un it's unbelievable the kid always wants to be practicing always will do whatever you ask of him he gives it his all to the point where I remember the first practice or something, he's back spasmed and he couldn't move if you remember that on the first practice. I do, I remember yeah. I asked him about it all the time. Yeah, I mean, he's just a kid that will do anything, anything that you ask of him. That's the kind of kid that we want that attitude to, to be contagious with the rest of the team. That's why he's getting the foundation award. And he's he's grown into that, too. Not necessarily from an attitude standpoint. I've never, I, I wouldn't say that the attitude's ever an issue. But I remember him modified where it was like, he could barely run like 100 meters. Yep. And then like, if Sans, I don't know if Frazier Sans was coaching modified when he was on the team, but they'd put him in like the open 100 and the 4 by ones Like he would do one of them and then like not be able to do the other one. And now, like if you had told me that that kid two years later was going to be on varsity running like really solid open fours and four ones and stuff. I'd have been like, would have been a little surprised. I mean, as a so sophomore, taking that step forward, he broke a minute in the, in the 400, which is a pretty big state. That's a pretty big, I don't know, time to be able to break. I mean, yeah. Break I, I agree with that is from a middle distance, distance standpoint. I agree with that. That's a pretty good, you're on a pretty good trajectory. If you are a sophomore running under, running under a minute. Yeah. It's going to be his best event someday. Yeah. yeah I, I agree with that. I think that's a good call. That's that, that probably will be his best event. Someday. Uh, foundation for the girls. That would be Piper Reed. Group, go ahead. Yeah, I, I think that I, I think that we've talked about Piper quite Did a bit. Speechless? I think he was. Well, I, I thought you speechless. were going to usually you've been kind of leading some. That's okay. It's okay. We can change up. I mean, our... it's pretty obvious why Pipe would win. I mean, the girl, <laughs> her practice uh, attitude <laughs> and her ability to be able to just focus on the task at hand she's just so dedicated she's just such a good kid if everybody could have the attitude we would have you know the 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 most dedicated team on the planet that's the way that she is she's just dedicated to the sport she listens she does everything she's supposed to do it's a person that you want to build the team around i agree with that you know the other thing i'd say about her is she has one of those personalities that kids want to be around like people want to be around her to get better and it makes other people better and that's a unique talent and skill that she has I think that I think that she's viewed incorrect. Not everything you guys said is true, but I think that from the outside perspective, she's viewed incorrectly by a lot of people. I think I mean she just ran seventeen fifty seven for a five k last Thursday night at a club meet, and when people hear that, they talk about even people will be like, "Oh my gosh, she's so good. She has so much natural talent." She doesn't have as much natural talent as people think. Obviously, she has some, but she's run 2,100 miles since September 2019. So the last 22 months, she's run 2,100 miles, and that's including three, uh, two growth injuries and one non-related running injury, or one non-running injury. So it's really just, like, we describe this word by, like, this person is 
the person who gets this award is somebody that just encompasses the values that you want to have in a team. And that's absolutely what she brings to the table. It's not, I think people, some people might think that she brings this natural talent, this great natural talent to the table. That's somewhat true, but what she really brings to the table is that work ethic and attitude and that drive. I think there's no question, no question about that. Well said. We'll move into our MVP. So MVP is the person who scored the most team points this year. And for people who have not listened to all of our episodes, this is something that Mr. Brooks started doing when we joined Snack, 1988 when we joined Stack. So we have we have these points all the way back through 1988. And it's your points scored in Stack Dual Meets, so Divisional Dual Meets, plus the Stack Championship. So, which, we did not which in a normal year, four. kids have four or five Dual Meets and then Stack Championship. This year we had no Stack Championship, but nine dual meets so motel uh boy mvp well it's another bittersweet one it seems like we've had that the whole time here but uh if again if we had this person at the beginning of their career and could have worked with them because he's such a good athlete and his work ethic was amazing and uh, i mean he just came out and and dominated he really did and ethan howells we were talking about he really he i don't i think maybe i think maybe shane and i were standing on the infield at a we go when we did a thoroughs forward one and watched him i don't know maybe it wasn't you, Shan, but we watched him run, and we were like, holy smokes. It might have been a practice, actually, because Sansa may have had them on the track, the track yeah. uh, and we were standing there, and we were like, holy cow, is this kid a good athlete? And oftentimes, your elite throwers are good athletes, yeah. and I think he certainly fits the mold well, there. Throwers are athletes, too, Griff. Throwers are well, athletes. I said, like, I meant, like, they can do other no, things than just throw. They all, I just want to make sure they all feel like humans, too. Yeah. Motel? Uh, for the girls, or we no. Well, well, no. Did you have anything? I mean, anything that? So he scored seventy-two points. I mean, you don't see oh, right. a thrower score that many points. The fact that the thrower is the MVP is absolutely phenomenal. I mean, everyone else has a chance to be able to do other events, four events. Throwers really much concentrate on just do two. So the fact that we have a thrower be the MVP is phenomenal. It's amazing, and it's just you know, it, it, it speaks volumes for what he brought to the team. All right, Motel, a little Shingle Forks track history here. Yep. Can you name the last thrower? to win the MVP. Though somebody who was exclusively a thrower, so like Matt Paskey would, doesn't I, count. I would assume it would have been Mike Giblin back in 2008. More recent. More recent than Mike Giblin? More recent. I like games. Yeah, um, yeah. I, he, he, guess that athlete. He missed it the, the day we did guess that athlete. guess that athlete right now. Yeah. Um, the last thrower, and it wasn't Mike Giblin, Oh, Tiernan Joseph. Tiernan Joseph. Tiernan Joseph. No, that was, that yeah. was, sorry, that was my yeah. bad. Sorry, yeah. Tiernan. Such up for a layup there. Yeah, that was easy. It, but I, mean, okay. I was going way yeah. back. You said but history. To your, to your point, though, that is insane. I mean, yeah. I, I think I think if we went back and look, I think you're probably right. I think Mike Gidlin Sr., he was probably, but, which that's a lot. So three in the last 13 years, that's an incredibly high. I think it speaks volumes about the throwing program here at Shingle Forks. But to be <laughs> to be somebody where you only do two events and you live the team in points, that's just, it just shows how dominant that it just, yeah. And for someone that's never done it before, that's yeah, insane. Absolutely, insane. absolutely. So that was a... Man, we talk about a nice surprise this year. Yeah, amazing. <laughs> yeah. All right, girls MVP. Uh, Miss Gianna Lawrence. She in? So she's a field event kid too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. just make sure I got mm-hmm. that figured out. Field event track kid. So yep. we so do have some of those field hurdles. event track kids. Yeah. She runs the hurdles. School record she, in the 100 hurdles. Yeah. She did break the school record this year yeah. in the 100 hurdles. She didn't know it at the time. She found out later on a, via Twitter. Yeah. Counts. Um, Counts. She is a long jump, triple jumper who really figured that out this year and brought it together. She finished this year with a 35, 7, and 3 quarters at the 
senior show, uh, stack showcase or whatever that's called, the section four showcase. Second all time. Second all time. We're gonna get. We're gonna get there though. We're, yep. She's gonna be the all time. But she's also another kid who has a great attitude, like almost like a whole hum comes to work. I remember one day kids were complaining, and she just looks at me. And she goes, "Can they just stop complaining so we get it done?" <laughs> like she just she has like, and then she she dealt with some injuries this year and some stuff. She has a great attitude, and she got into competing, which honestly in the yeah. past years was not one of her things. So real excited to see where that ends, and happy to hear it. A really enjoyable kid to be around. And from an attitude standpoint, I think taking major strides forward, not in the sense that she ever had a bad attitude, but but strides forward in the sense of like her just her commitment and work ethic. I mean, she's always been a fun kid, enjoyable kid to be around, super pleasant, and, you know, wanting to work hard. But that was turned – it seemed like to me that was a major step forward this year, and I think it really, it really showed in the results that she was able to tabulate. Her – her like a grace, I guess, for lack of a better term, and doing the drills and doing the triple jump. She just looks so amazing at it. The Oxford coach and the Green coach were just commenting on how well she looked at the class meet. But the thing that changed this year and years past, as she and touched on it, was just her toughness. The fact that she was injured and literally never complained, <laughs> refused to even let us, you know, try to heal yeah. her in any way. She just said, "Nope, nope, I'm fine, I'm fine," and put your head down and just get it done. And that was something I didn't see in years past, and I can't wait for next year. I really well, can't another wait. kid, another kid who is elite in a lot of events, and she could absolutely have said, "Hey, you know what? I'm the best triple jumper in the section. I'm one of the best long jumpers in the section. I don't want to mess around running the hundred hurdles or the four one or any of those other events that we had her run the two hundred at CV." But she doesn't say that. Yep. I mean, and it's like. It's this is probably the best one of it's definitely one of the best girl seasons we've ever had, and it's easy. I hope from listening to the podcast, it's easy to see why because she's the epitome of the attitude that that whole team has. So, all right, that is the end of our individual awards. Do we want to wrap up with any sort of final thought thoughts on the awards, or do we want to go straight into our sign off? I got nothing. I'm good. Okay. Well, you're the sign-off guy. Yep, 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 boom.